Hello, my name is Tanil, and welcome to my Creating Grit podcast. For my first podcast, I would just like to for you to get to know who I am and how I got started in online business. Well, to start, 13 years ago, I got married, had twins, was not able to return to work with kids being in daycare, so decided to be a stay-at-home mom. After about two years, I was trying to think of a way to make extra income and I decided to check into selling items at our local flea market. I found a place where I could go to an auction and buy used items by the pallet. I would buy a few boxes, load my van up on Friday night so I can get up early Saturday morning to go to the flea market to sell. And trust me, selling at the flea market is a whole lot of work. And we only had one vehicle, so having to load up on Friday, go to the flea market on Saturday, and then load it back up, come home, get up early the next morning, and go back and set up again. And then after Sunday would be over with, I'd have to load everything back up, go home, and unload the vehicle so my husband could take it to work. I did this for about a year and was making pretty good money and then a friend of mine was telling me about her selling on a website called Etsy and I checked into it. I set up my own Etsy store and was looking at the items that I was buying from the auction and see what I could put on there. And by my surprise, uh, much of what I was buying I could put online and actually make a lot more money than what I was selling it at the flea market for a couple of dollars just to get rid of it. So I started doing mainly on Etsy. I would save items and at the end of every month I would go to the flea market and sell whatever I could not sell on Etsy so I could get rid of it. And after that, if I could not get rid of it, then I would contact Salvation Army and have them come and pick up what was left over. I did not like to have a whole lot of stuff sitting at my house because to start, we would have our basement completely full of stuff. I was like, what are we gonna do with it? It needs to go and I don't wanna put it in the trash. So we would call Salvation Army and they would come and pick it up. After about a year of selling on Etsy, my husband, he was a commercial plumber and he got hurt on the job and got laid off. So he started coming to the auction with me and he was noticing of other stuff like electronics, radios, receivers and stuff like that that I really don't know too much about, but he does. So he started buying them and talking with the other people at the auction and other people there sold on eBay. So I set him up an eBay account and he started selling his electronics and everything on eBay. And he ended up starting to make more money on eBay than what he was making at his plumbing job. So then we went straight to online sales. We were selling on eBay. I was selling on Etsy. And then one summer I decided, I saw online people making hair bows and headbands and jewelry. And I was like, oh, I could do this. Let me try this. So 
on top of my Etsy store, I started buying ribbon and headbands and watching YouTube videos on how I could make these things because I had no idea how to make them. And I learned and there was a lady who ran an ad around here in Virginia and she was from New York and I ended up driving an hour and a half to meet her and showing her my headbands and hair bows and cheer ponytails and she ended up buying wholesale from me so she would contact me about once a week and let me know what colors and what items that she would want and I would send it to her and she would buy them and I started checking into a lot of different craft shows. I really liked the Christmas craft shows because I made more money. And I started running into a little problem with the headbands and hair bows because a lot of the local craft shows that you would go to, I would sign up and then when I would get there and set up, there'd be seven or eight people selling the same thing that I'm selling. So I was checking into other things that I could sell also. So I got into these uh, Scrabble tile necklaces and bottle cap necklaces. And a lot of people would make them and sell them for around $5. I would go to the craft show and sometimes I'd sell them for $3. And I would get more sales. So towards the end, the hair bows and headbands were fading out and the scrabble tiles and bottle cap necklaces were coming in and they tend to be more of a want when it came to the craft shows. I was still selling the hair bows and headbands to the lady in New York which I was still making money off them which was good so I still had some and she was taking some of my inventory of what I would have left over so I could get rid of them and I would still make the ones that, that she would want. I learned at the craft show, which was really cool, I never really thought about it, but one show I took my twins little, you know how the kids have like the little table and chairs where they sit at and they play when they're toddlers. I decided to take their table with me and I put the Scrabble tile necklaces and the bottle cap necklaces on that little table, which worked out really great because when little kids walk by, they tend to not look at the tall table that, that you're standing at and have your stuff on. And they would always look at the little table because they was right at their level. And I started making even more sales by doing this. And I really enjoyed it. And then I started selling some of the Scrabble tiles and bottle cap necklaces on Etsy. And then when they started to fade on the craft show, um, I started making the sheets, the digital sheets where you could sell on Etsy and make the images. So I started selling those on Etsy whenever the craft shows kind of went out. Um, every now and then I do still do a craft show, but I will do it for around the Christmas craft show. So it's just something I can make a little bit of inventory and go in and make some extra money for Christmas. And then I, we decided to open up a street business. We got a good deal on a location. 
uh, we went in and we opened it up with our used items and we were still selling on eBay. We were using Craigslist to draw customers to our street business and also using signs and ads in the local newspaper. And that was really working well. Our eBay sales actually went up tremendously compared to the street store. But I did get a lot of local craft people to bring their items in and sell them in our store so we could get them more customers also. I met a guy who does photography and I was telling him about me selling on Etsy and he hadn't heard of it so one day he came up to the store and we set up there and I helped him set up an Etsy account and he started to sell a lot of his photography on Etsy and I would do some advertising on my Facebook page and to draw more customers to his photography because they were really good. And then about a year later, we ended up closing the street business down because the store was owned by two people and one of the people gave us a lower deal and the other one was kind of not too happy about it and wanted full price for the business and when we were negotiating our contract it was either for us to pay the full price which was double of what I was paying already and we just did not see it feasible because we were actually in a back strip mall behind other businesses so we wasn't like on a main street where people could see us we had to get people to come to our business it wasn't where someone could drive by and see it we were kind of like off in the back um so we ended up closing it down and i helped a few of the people that was in our craft business find other places for them to put their goods in and help them with uh, setting up an Etsy account. And then we started going full-fledged on eBay and Etsy. Uh, we started needing more stuff because when you go to an auction, sometimes it's mixed between it'll be a good day and you get a lot of good stuff and then sometimes you won't get that much good stuff and around that time it was getting less and less good stuff it was getting hard to find really good high ticket items so we started checking into uh, going to local estate sales and even yard sales you can find really good stuff to resell at estate sales and yard sales sometimes the estate sales they could be asking way too much for their stuff but sometimes you can go in there and find a diamond in a rough where they might have missed something and you're like oh they only want five dollars for this i can make a hundred bucks on it yes i want this um but with the online sales there was just so much we learned so much in the last couple of years of like what is good to sell what isn't good to sell um what what you can sell on different platforms for example um, on etsy you can get these handkerchiefs that maybe your grandparents great-grandparents or great-great-grandparents would use when they were older and you can sell them for five dollars a piece on etsy as long as they're colorful or they have designs or something like that the white ones don't go for much but the colorful ones go for like five dollars so i started buying 
handkerchief lots off of eBay for cheap and then turning around and selling them on Etsy. Uh, there's just so much you can do when it comes to selling online. Uh, we would go to like Walmart or Target or other places and look at their clearance markdown items. And sometimes you can find them marked like we sold, let's see, a um, Bluetooth headphone set for gaming. They had it marked down for $15 and they were still selling for $60 on eBay. So we ended up buying five of them because that's all that they had. And we ended up, we sold them, I think, for $50 a piece. So we made money off of that. There's just so much you can do when it comes to selling online and so much you can go around to find. You can go to local thrift stores and just find all kinds of items. Just research. It's great that they have smartphones now because I can imagine back a long time ago trying to figure out what sells and what doesn't and you don't have a phone on you or internet to figure out is this worth anything if I'm going to pay a hundred dollars and I can make two three hundred dollars off of it I mean what can I do and you can't always go home look on your computer see how much it is and go back and get it because most of the time it will be gone so thank goodness for smartphones use it to your ability um, then a few years later, uh, like a few years ago, I decided to get a part-time job at a local movie theater because I would go to the movies two, three times a week just to get out of the house, away from the kids, just to have my time. And I decided to get a job at the theater because I didn't want to pay for the movies anymore. And I was like, oh, I can go to work a couple of hours get free movies and go watch as movies as many as I wanted and then well after about a year of that my part-time job turned into a full-time management job and now I work full-time my husband does the eBay we stopped selling on Etsy because we tend to make more on eBay and faster Etsy you would have to it's not an auction style site so say the handkerchief i put on there for five dollars and i just have to wait and see if someone buys it or not with ebay you can set it up as an auction style and let it run as long as you want um, 10 days 14 days average is around like 10 days and it just goes fast so we just found it more feasible to stay on ebay and then we found a local place here in town where they do online auctions. So all the stuff we could not sell on eBay, we started to do online auctions. And we do an online auction maybe once every two, three months and make, make pretty good money, a couple of thousand dollars, which is really good. Um, we did try some of the storage auctions but storage auctions really isn't feasible if you don't have a street business or if you don't have a lot of space like we just store stuff in our attic or in our short storage at our house but when it comes to like furniture you don't really have a place for that and it's kind of hard to sell that whenever you're doing online um, we really didn't want to get into that and then be 
Craigslist and people come over to the house because we don't like it when we, strangers come to the house. So we only time that we do a storage auction is if it's a small storage or if there is really no furniture because it's really hard to figure out what to do with that furniture once you get it. Uh, let's see. And then with the COVID-19 happen, my job is now closed. So I was thinking one day being bored at home, looking online and seeing all these videos about online coaching, helping others online, starting their business online. And I was like, oh, I could do this. I have helped quite a few people set up online businesses when it comes to Etsy and eBay and Instagram accounts and Facebook pages. I have helped um, one lady that I worked with. She wanted, she does photography and she wanted to do professional photography. And so I had her open up an Instagram page so she can show her photos online and she does a little bit of paints here and there so she could post it so she could get customers and then she was wanting to do like a photography business to go and do events and she took pictures of my family and she put them on her account and she's been working with that so far and she's been doing pretty good in that case she's been working more with her photography uh, so I just decided that maybe I would just try to help other people set up online businesses online and I really did not know how much work this would entail when I decided to start a podcast you guys do not know how many times I have started this podcast over and over and over because I wanted to be perfect but as you know, and everyone knows, nothing can be perfect. But as long as it is there, it is there. And it's not bad. But hopefully one day I will get better at it. Um, let's see. But I did set up a website at uh, Let's Create Together Coaching. Um, I would like to help other women set up their online businesses and you can contact me at my website or you can contact me on Facebook at let's get let's create together coaching on Facebook you can also find me on Instagram underneath the same handle and I would just like to know what type of business that you guys are in or what type of business you would like to open and maybe us connect and go from there and just see what is possible I have been working on my first online coaching job where I'm putting uh, modules and lessons together and trying to see about doing an online course. So far I've gotten my first module down. I just need to do recording some videos, which that is fun. That is new to me. And something about being on camera where people see you is just like hmm, I don't know about this but it's just like with the podcast you have to start somewhere and just practice and move on and um, if you guys would like to connect with me please find me on Facebook Instagram or my website you can contact me on here also but I am here to help and listen 
Um, if you guys would like to tell me what all that you guys are working on, I'll be more than happy to connect with you and let you know what I'm working on and maybe we all can help each other. Well, I'd like to thank you for listening to this podcast and I really do hope you all have a nice day and please join me next week. Talk to you later. Bye.